Today's message is called Trusting in the Lord in 2021. Trusting in the Lord in 2021. I want to ask you guys a question. I want you guys to be honest with me. We are all broken people in this place saved by the grace of God. But how many of us sometimes have trust issues? Raise your hand. Trust issues. Oh, man, I'm going to have you guys pray for me at the end. <laughs> all right. Some of you guys. All right. Trust issues. When you have to trust on someone. When you have to completely depend on something going right, on someone doing something for you. This year, God is asking us to trust him. To trust him. Now, it might be a little bit difficult going you know, back and going through the year that we just came out of to be able to say, okay, Lord, I'm going to trust you in this year. Now, things were kind of bad in 2020. You know, those people that we were talking about that, you know, almost burned the tree with a little lantern. You know, if it would have been 2020, the, the tree would have burned, you know. It would have burned to the ground and maybe the building behind it as well. But in 2021, it just, it just went off. You know what I'm saying? It was all good. God is telling us this year to trust him. And the word that I have for you guys this morning is found in Isaiah chapter 8. If you guys could go with me in your Bibles to Isaiah chapter 8. And we're going to read first verse 11 through 13. So I'm going to give you guys a second to get there. If you guys have your Bibles, uh, highlight that. If you have uh, the Bible app, you could also highlight it. But Isaiah 8, verse 11 through 13, New Living Translation, it says this. The Lord has given me a strong warning not to think like everyone else does. He said, don't call everything a conspiracy like they do. And don't live in dread of what frightens them. Make the Lord of heaven's armies holy in your life. He is the one you should fear. He is the one who should make you tremble. What a beautiful portion of scripture. And don't leave Isaiah 8. We're actually going to go back to it in a, in a second here. But, but the prophet starts by saying, the Lord has given me a strong warning. And I want to let you know that as I was reading the Bible this week and having my own devotional time with God and, and prayer, I felt like the Holy Spirit was telling me, Chris, this is for you. I'm giving you a warning. Now, sometimes as preachers, we have a difficulty. We, don't, we, we have to process what is God speaking to us as individuals and what God wants to use us to communicate to the church. You know, and I was having my devotional time and I was telling the Lord, okay, Lord, is this for me? Or is this something that you want me to share with everybody, you know? And I felt like the Lord told me, it's for you, but I want you to share it with everybody as well. I'm like, all right. So those are the marching orders. We're going to go with that. So the Lord gave me what? A strong warning. Can you say that with me? A strong, a strong warning. What's a warning? It's a heads up. It's a watch out. It's a be careful. It's a pay attention. I want you to be on the lookout for this. I want you to be aware of this. And the Lord gave the prophet Isaiah a strong warning. Today, I want to share with you three things that you and I must do to trust the Lord in 2021. 
And then at the end, we're going to see God's response to us if we do those three things. We're going to see it, and it's going to be beautiful what we're going to see here this morning. Isaiah calls it warning. The Lord is giving him a warning. And what's the first thing that the Lord tells him here? The Lord tells him, don't think like everyone else. That's point number one. Point number one in this warning that God is giving us to start 2021, guys, is don't think like everyone else. Don't think like everyone else. And I actually, you know, as, as, as I look at this, okay, I call it the four don'ts. I'm going to give you three don'ts right now and then one afterwards. But look what it says. Don't think. As you go to another version of the Bible, it says, don't walk. And then another version says, don't behave like the world does. So here we have three don'ts, okay? Don't think like everyone else. You see, in the book of Romans chapter 12, Paul speaking to the people there in Rome, he's writing to them. He gave them this commandment. He says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Don't think like everyone else is thinking. We're God's people. We're supposed to think in a different way. The Bible says, as a man thinks, so he is. So a lot of times we're worried about the actions that we're taking, but the actions that we're taking actually start from a thought process, from the way we're looking at things, from the way we are thinking about things. And you and I, church, you guys that are at home, we're supposed to think different. We're not supposed to think the same way that the world thinks. God is calling us to think in a higher way. The Bible says, my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. But in the New Testament, it says, but we receive the mind of Christ. So what does that mean? That we could think differently. We could think at a higher level. We can't conform to the way that things are going in this world. We got to think at a higher level. The first don't is don't think like everyone else. Don't walk. That's the second. Don't walk like everyone else does. You look around and you see people, maybe friends, family members, that they've lowered their standards. Maybe they're even believers. But when you go around those people, you see that all of a sudden uh, they don't have and they don't share the same convictions that you do. And, and you see them trying to walk with God, but a sort of a, in a watered version. You know what watered down version is? Watered down is like when you go and ask for a Coke and you taste the Coke and all of a sudden it doesn't taste like Coke. Has that ever happened to you? And you like return it to the waiter and say, hey, this is watered down. This is not good. A lot, of a lot of people around us might try to walk with Christ in that way. And their walk is different than yours. Church, this year, God is calling us to trust in him and to raise up our level of convictions. God is calling us to raise up our walk. He doesn't want us to walk in the same way that we did in 2020 or 2019 or 2018. There's nothing wrong with that. If you walked in a way that honored God, that was fine, but that's in the past. So now God is saying, hey, you know what? I need you to raise it up. I need you to raise it up. What you did in 2018 or 2019 is not going to be enough in 2021. I need you to raise up your walk. Raise up your game. 
I remember when I used to play basketball, as the season used to go on, the teams would get harder and harder and harder. And when we got to the playoffs, let me tell you something, there was no team that was there that was, you know what, today we're not even going to prepare for No. Every week, it got harder and harder. Every time we have a, had a match, that team was a lot tougher than the team we had just beaten. You know what? That's the way it is with the Lord as well. So we raise up our walk. So first, don't think like they do. Don't walk like they do. That's the second don't. The third don't, okay, don't behave like everyone else does. Sometimes... Around us, a certain behavior, and you and I will be, ah, it's okay to be like that here. No, it's not. Don't behave the way that the world behaves. Don't behave like the way that those that do not know God, let your behavior stand out. In 2021, let your behavior stand out. And not for the bad things, you know. Sometimes our behavior stands out for the wrong things. You know what I'm saying? It's like, and this year, this guy just stood out for being, you know, we don't want the bad thing. We want to stand out for the good thing. You see, Jesus put it this way. He said, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. So Jesus is calling our behavior to be one that will bring attention to God. You guys understand what I'm saying? So we change our minds. These are three don'ts. And the fourth don't, that is actually my second point in the teaching, okay? In that scripture that we just read, he said, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Listen to what he says. He says, do not call everything a conspiracy like they do. Don't live in dread of what frightens them. I could just go on. This could be a series right here. You know, I could go four weeks on this. Everything now around us is a conspiracy. You turn on the news, put on CNN, put on it. There's a conspiracy going on, whether with this, whether with that, and all these things that are going on, and, 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 and the virus, and all these things. And what they do is that it puts fear and it puts dread on the hearts of people. And God is calling you and me in 2021 not to live in fear. God's not called his children to live in fear. God's not called us to live in dread. Actually, Paul tells Timothy, God has not given you a spirit of fear. So the question is, where does fear come from if God doesn't give it to you? Where does fear come from? Well, it doesn't come from God. So it must come from where? From the enemy. The enemy puts fear in our hearts to paralyze us. Listen to what I'm going to tell you. You want to see faith paralyzed? Just add fear to it. And it will paralyze you. One of the guys that I admire most that walked with God many years ago, his name, he had a funny name. His name was Smith Wigglesworth. Smith Wigglesworth was a man of faith. He raised, like, uh, I'm not kidding, probably around 14 people from the dead during his ministry. You imagine that? I haven't seen anybody raising somebody from the dead yet. So that was amazing. 
People will get healed in his crusades, blind eyes open, you know, the, 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 the mute would start talking, people would get delivered. And he had a saying, he had an amazing saying that if you don't understand it in the spirit, it might even confuse you. He would say, when God won't, I will. And, and I read that, I'm like, what does he mean if God won't, I will? Because if God doesn't want to, then what am I going to will? And he goes, it's that God is moved by faith. So sometimes he will hold himself to see if you believe what he said and you to act upon that faith. And when God sees you acting upon that faith, he goes, wow, my son believes me. And then God moves on your behalf. I'm like, oh, man, I want to have that type of faith in 2021. I'm not going to let fear paralyze me. There's a difference, guys, all right, between having precaution and letting fear be the one that leads. And there's a very fine line to it. And church, there's a warning that I want to give you. A lot of us are using the precaution thing, and in reality, it's not precaution, it's fear. You know, I was in the YMCA, my kids play basketball, and uh, there was a dad that I reached out to. His kid is really good in basketball. And I reached out to him at the beginning of the season, and, and I told him, hey, I'm like, hey, what's up? Are, listen, are, are you signing up your kid for, for this season? He goes, no, 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 no. The numbers are getting worse. You know, the pandemic, you know, is still hitting, and, and no, 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 he's doing online school, and, and I don't want him around anybody else, this and that. And, and I understand. But when I was talking to him, all the words that were coming out of his mouth were words of fear. And God is telling you and me in 2021 to not, listen to this, I'm going to repeat it, this, don't call everything a conspiracy like they do. And don't live in dread of what frightens them. In other words, what God is saying, what frightens them shouldn't frighten you. What paralyzes them shouldn't paralyze you. Haven't I given you the power over all these things? Church, I want to tell you something, and and I'm speaking from my heart as I speak this to you. Your days on this earth are numbered, and you're not going to die until God says that your time is up on this earth. So either you trust God that he holds your life in his hand, or you're going to trust what everybody else is saying. Amen? And let's give a big praise to the Lord with that. God has not given you a spirit of fear. But of love. Man, when you're sure of the love that God has for you. And you know what? At the end of the day, if my time is up here, then I'm going to encounter the almighty God and the greatest love that I've ever lived. God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of love, of power. Of power, of power. Church, you have power. In the spirit of God, you have power. And it says here, and he's giving you a sound mind. And I speak healing over some of the minds that are here this morning. That have been affected by all these different things that are going on. I speak healing. I speak peace over your mind this morning. You guys that are at home, I speak peace over your mind. Because that's what God has given us. And then the verse continues, he says, make the Lord of heaven's armies holy in your life. He is the one you should fear. God is like saying, hey, you're fearing the wrong thing, guys. You know, like he's the one you should fear. He is the one who should make you tremble. The third point of my teaching, 
The third thing that God wants us to do in order to trust him in 2021 is make God holy. Make God holy. Write that down. Make God holy in your life. And you might be like, okay, pastor, how am I going to make God holy if he's already holy? You know, how do I do that? He's already holy. How do I make him holy? No, make him holy in your life. You know what that means? The word holy means set apart. And what God is saying in 2021, I want you to set me apart in your life. Receive this word. God wants you to set him apart from everything on us in his life. Man, I love basketball. I'm a sports guy. Okay, today the Dolphins are playing for their playoff lives. I'm excited. Today's service is finishing early because I want to make sure. I've been waiting 16 years for the Dolphins to get back to the playoffs, you know. You want Pastor to finish on time, tell him there's an important game coming up and hey, we need to land this plane real quick, you know. Listen, this year the Lord is saying, I want you to set me apart. From sports. You can watch your games. You can enjoy it. But if, if that's going to come, for example, if I want you to wake up every day and be here at 6 o'clock in the morning, that means that you're not going to go to sleep at 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night to watch Sports Center and see how all the games ended. I need you in bed early. I need you to set me apart. I need you to make some adjustments in your life. Because God is saying, I'm not going to adjust myself for you. You need to adjust yourself for me. I love to eat, as you guys can see. <laughs> All right? And these 21 days, I'm going to go at that fast with everything. I'm going at that fast. I'm going to fast. And you know what? I need to set him apart from what? From food. Maybe you need to do a social media fast. Maybe you're in social media right now and not seeing what I'm preaching, you know. Maybe you're on social media and you find out what everybody else is doing and all this. And maybe God says, you know what? Set me apart during this time. I, I want 21 days where you give me your Instagram. I want 21 days where you give me your Facebook. I want 21 days where you give me your WhatsApp. I don't want you in any of your friends' chats during this time. Set me apart. 2021, the Lord says, I want you to make me holy. Wow. And then when we do that, God says, so amazing. He says in the scripture, he says, he is the one you should fear. He's the one that should make you tremble. Don't fear the things that the world is fearing. Fear God. Fear God. Let his word, every word that comes out of his mouth, let it make you tremble. When he speaks to you right now through this word, God has never spoken to me. Hello, I'm speaking to you, not from me, right? I would rather maybe be sleeping right now. <laughs> but God has me up here speaking a word to you. Let God's words make you tremble. Let God's word shake you and say, hey... I, I need to do something. Don't fear man. You're either going to fear man or you're going to fear God. Or you can't fear both. Fear God. Fear God. Fear God. And then, how do I put God, okay, 
above everything? How do I keep my trust in him in 2021? I'm going to answer that for you. That's going to be my fourth point. But, but before I get into that fourth point, I need to read a couple of more verses that are found here because I saw a lot of interesting stuff. Verse 19, right there in Isaiah 8. It says, someone may say to you, let's ask the mediums and those who consult the spirits of the dead. With their whisperings and muttering, they will tell us what to do. Isn't that what a lot of us in our Latin culture, and I'm not saying you guys, but you might know some people. You might have some of them in your family that they do at the end of the year or the beginning of another year. What, what do they look? Uh, let's look at the horoscope and let's see what the horoscope says for 2021. Uh, uh, you know, let's uh, let, let's go and, and and look at the astrologers. Let's go do some palm reading. We have family and people that will go and and consult. The Bible says, consult the spirit of the dead and look at what the Lord says. It says, but shouldn't people ask God for guidance? Shouldn't the living seek? Should the living seek guidance from the dead? Look at that question that God is saying. You're living. What are you doing trying to look for the dead to give you guidance on how to live? Or is that like, I'm going to consult my great-great-grandmother that died in 1800 to see what should I do in 2021. I have some news for you. Your great-great-grandmother's not around anymore. <laughs> but you are. So God says, consult me, not the dead. What an amazing, remember that? It starts the scripture, this lesson that I'm sharing with you, started today with Isaiah saying, and the Lord gave me a warning. Okay? Look what he says here. Look to God's instructions and teachings. People who contradict his word are completely in the dark. They will go from one place to another weary and hungry. And because they are hungry, they will rage and curse their king and their God. Isn't that what people are doing with the president and with God? And they're cursing this. And, cur and, and by the way, how many of you guys received a little extra on your bank account the last two days? Today, tithes and offerings should be good. <laughs> we got a little stimulus bill that came. And I'm like, you know how many people have talked about the president, but on the 1st of January, there's a little something extra on your bank account. That's all I'm going to say about that. They will look up to the heavens and down at the earth. But whatever they look, there will only be trouble and anguish and dark despair. They will be thrown out into the darkness. Isn't that the condition of the world that you and I live in right now? Isn't that the, the condition uh, and the news that I have for you? They're looking at heaven. They're looking at earth. Wherever they look, they look at trouble. They look at anguish. I have some news for you, church. I need you guys to pay attention. It's going to get worse. You think it's going to get better? Oh, no, this is going to be your year of peace. Pastors preaching, you know, that it's going to be abundance and plenty. Yeah, that's for those that catch this in faith and catch it in the Spirit and walk in the Spirit. But if you're going to walk according to all the news and everything in the world, 2021 is not going to be any better than 2020. Because that's what they are looking into. The condition of the world is getting worse. You want to know, for example, now they just came up with the news, and you guys have heard it, that now there's some sort of variant to the COVID-19. 
two states, Colorado, California. There's like 10 different countries that have this different variant. And, oh, it's a lot more aggressive. And I'm like, what else? So it's going to get worse. You're going to hear worse things that are going on. But look at what verse 19 through 22 says. Oh, I'm sorry. That's a, a, a verse 16 and 17. 16 and 17. And then we're going to close with verse 14. Persevere. Preserve. I'm sorry. Preserve the teaching of God. And trust his instructions to those who follow me. I will wait for the Lord who has turned away from the descendants of Jacob. What does that mean? That the people of God had gotten away from God and God went away from him. But Isaiah says, but I will put my hope in him. And then verse 14, just the beginning of verse 14, it says, and he will keep you safe. He will keep you safe. So the question is, and the, and the fourth, how do I keep God holy in my life in 2021? How do I set him apart from everything else? Preserve, persevere, I'm sorry, in the Lord's teachings. Persevere in the Lord's teachings. What does that mean? What it means is that you fill your heart with faith. Don't start putting all these news. You know what? Get on YouTube and get faith-filled teachings and fill your heart with faith. Man, I've been hearing preachers that have passed away 20 years ago that were men of faith, that speak faith. I've been listening to John Olsteen, Joel Olsteen's dad. I've been listening to Kenneth Hagin, people of faith that did amazing things by faith. Lester Sumrall, old people that died over 20 years ago. But you know what? That words, when I hear them speak, I'm like, man, I can take that mountain that is standing right there. I'm not going to hear the words that say, oh, you know what? You're going to be defeated. You're going to be broken. Don't leave your house. Don't listen to this. Don't. You know what? No. Oh, no, I'm going to be filled with faith. And you know what? Persevere in the Lord's teaching. Then share his words with others. Look at how he says it here. I will entrust his instructions to those that follow me. Share his word with others. There's so many people that need your encouragement. There's so many people that you can reach out to right now. There's so many people that you can lead to the Lord right now. Like never before. So this is a year, Numa Church, where you know what? We get the word of God out. Where the spirit of evangelism raises up in our hearts. And wait and put your trust in him. I'm talking to you guys about how you make him holy in your life. You preserve the Lord's teaching. You share his words with us. And you wait and you put your hope in him. What do I want to tell you, church? Don't go for the quick solution. Don't go for what just comes out at the moment. Say, that's it. I'm jumping on that. God is opening a door. I'm going to. No, 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 no. You know what? Let's wait on the Lord. I've given you some of this advice before. I'm giving it to you again. If God is behind something, man, he will give a witness to your spirit. And you will know, okay, this is God. But if you're not sure about something, you know what? Wait on it. It's like when you go to buy a car. I've given this example before. I'm going to give it again. You go buy a car and the dealer says, you know what? If you walk out that door, you're going to miss out on this deal. You tell him, oh, I'm coming back at the end of the week. No, 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 no. You're going to miss. No, no. You know what? I got to pray first about this. 
the salesman will be like, what? <laughs> I got to pray first about this. Because <laughs> you got to make sure that if you're going to buy something, you could afford it. And you're not going to get yourself in debt to have something that you shouldn't have. Wait upon the Lord. Let him open the doors for you. Oh, is that, this is the person that God is bringing for me. Oh, yeah, you know for sure. I remember when I went away on a fast and prayer time to find out if she was the woman that God had for me. Because I was like, this is going to be, okay, after receiving Christ, the most important decision that I'm going to make in my life. After you receive Christ, the most important decision you're going to make in your life is who you're going to marry, right? Who are you going to spend the rest of your life with? Married couples say, amen. <laughs> there you go. You know, man, God better be behind that because you know that there's some trials and tribulations that come. And if you're not sure in your heart that God put that person there, you'll bail out. But when you know that it's God, you're like, all right. Right, babe? Yeah, she says, amen. Wait upon the Lord. Don't rush. Wait upon the Lord. And when you do that, and we make them holy in our lives, okay, and this is the fourth point. I said there was three things that God was asking from us, and the fourth he will do. The fourth thing, he will keep you safe. That's his promise. Worship team, you guys could come up. His promise for you is that he will keep you safe. If we go through all these things, if we don't think the way that the world thinks, if we don't let fear come into our hearts, if we make God holy in our life, God is saying then, I will keep you safe. I'm going to keep you safe. It's God's desire, church, and God's will to keep you safe in 2021. It's His heart. It's His desire to keep you safe. But you know what? Decide in 2021 to live for God with your whole heart. Decide to live for him with your whole heart. And if you're already doing that, you're like, Pastor, man, 2020, man, I lived for God with all my heart. 2019, I went after God with all my heart. Then you know what I'm going to tell you for 2021? Continue doing it. Continue going after God with your whole heart. Continue. You're not going to have any regrets. Any of you guys that have been walking with the Lord for more than 10 years that you regret that you've given your life to God? Anybody here? Anybody here? You've walked with God for more than 10 years. You regret the decision you've made. Anybody here? No? Neither me. It's the best decision I've made. Giving my life to Jesus. Going after his purpose for my life. So if you're starting out you're watching, you know, and, and you're just starting out on this walk. Recently, you just started coming to church or you've just been like sort of hanging around. You know, you've been coming, but you're not really committed. You're not really sure. Let me tell you some practical things you could do in 2021. You're here at Numa Church, for example. A very practical thing that I want you to do is do your growth track in 2021. I speak to you guys almost every week about this, okay? Growth Track is a system that we've designed, a four-week system that we've designed for you guys to discover what's the purpose that God has for you so that you could be part of the dream team and start walking in that purpose. 
And this year is the year that you say, you know what, Pastor? I'm going to go after my purpose. I'm going to start making a difference in the life of other people. You know what I want to tell you? That when you start making a difference in the life of other people, whatever problem or situation you have usually starts to become smaller and smaller. You want your problems to become smaller? Start giving life to others. That's been key in my life. I'm going to be completely honest. Sometimes I'm so involved in the problems of others that I don't have too much time to think of the things that I'm going through. And you know what happens? God usually takes care of all the things that I'm going through as I take care of his children. This is a year you say, you know what? I'm going to do that growth track, Pastor. That's it. I want you off my back. You want to get me off your back? Do your growth track. It's like pastor comes up there every week. Today we got step one. First weekend of the year, we got step one. We finished this service and you guys can go directly and do your step one. Do that. Another way that you could go, okay, after God with all your heart in this year. All right. If you already did your growth track, and I know some people that have, but are, have not joined any team. I'm just waiting, Pastor. What are you waiting for? I'm waiting for COVID to finish. Keep waiting. <laughs> you know what? Join the dream team. Start making a difference. Another way that you could do that, be part of a small group. I love small groups. I love our transformation groups. All right? And I don't love it just because I'm the pastor and I'm supposed to say it. Okay? I have my guys group. And my wife knows when I have my guys group, man, I love to be there and be a part of what's going on and share. And usually she told me, you come super late when you have your guys group because we're there talking. Guys do talk. Actually, sometimes guys talk more than girls. Once we open up and we start talking, like, man, I didn't know this dude could talk that much. You know, it's like, join a small group. Be part of the community. Listen, don't just attend church on Sunday. Be part of the family. We want to know you. Be part of something where you belong. And if all this is new for you, and you're here listening to this warning that I'm giving you to trust God in 2021, and all this is new, and like, Pastor, where do I start? You just spoke about growth track. You spoke about serving. You spoke about small groups. I'm new at this. Where do I start? You start by giving your life to Jesus. That's the first point. You're watching online, or you're here in this room this morning, and you have not committed your life to Jesus Christ. That's the starting point. You see, Jesus is not this guy that just came to start a new religious movement. There was enough religion already when Jesus walked here on earth. Jesus came to connect you and me back to the Father and that we could bring God's kingdom here to earth through our lives. But it starts by receiving forgiveness. And the question that I have for you, all you guys in this room this morning, have you received forgiveness for your sins through Jesus Christ? Do you know that you have a relationship with him? Do you know that right now, if anything happens to you, that you're going to be with God for eternity? Are you certain of that? You might be home watching like, well, he's just talking to the people in the room. I'm talking to you too. I'm talking to all of us. We're going to trust God. Let's start by the basic. Let's start by our relationship with Christ. Where is that? And what point is it right now? I want you guys to close your eyes right there where you're at in a second. As you close your eyes in a moment, 
I'm going to make an invitation today. And in that invitation, I'm going to ask you, if you've never invited Jesus into your heart and received him as your Lord and Savior, I'm going to ask you in a moment to make that decision today. Now, you might be here and say, Pastor, I've gone through that. I've done all that. Then I'm going to ask you to put your trust in the Lord in the different areas that I mentioned. Maybe you've let fear reign. Maybe your thinking has not changed and it's been the same as those that are around you and God is calling you to a higher level. I'm going to ask you this morning, what is the Holy Spirit telling you? And just take a moment and let him speak to you right there where you're at. Let the Holy Spirit speak to your heart for a second. You're a son, you're a daughter of God. The Spirit of God is in you. And God says, don't fear men. Fear God and tremble at his word. Make sure that God's word is the most important thing for you. You want to honor him.